Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the AHA Moments Radio Show for the inspiration, education, and celebration of enlightened living worldwide with your host, Mariana Cooper, founder of AHA Moments International and ahamomentsworld.com. Tune in for the next hour and learn to trust your AHA Moments to lead the way to live a passionate and purposeful life. And now here's your host, Mari. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the AHA Moments radio show for the inspiration, education, and celebration of enlightened living worldwide. I'm Mari, and happy Tuesday. I am just so excited for today's show because it's one of my favorite topics to talk about warn you about, and um, I say warn lovingly, (laughs) it is time for Mercury in Retrograde. It is back and starting on October 4th through the 26th. This is our last one of 2014, and I am severely feeling the effects of it already, and it's way early for it to even be affecting things. I think something else is going on. But today, one of the things I wanted, reasons why I wanted to bring it up, is because, one, I want to get you ready for, for Saturday. It starts Saturday. Um, but the other is because it is so important for advanced light workers, light workers, people in general, but really especially the guy, you guys listening to the show, um, to go in alignment with the planetary functions as much as you possibly can. Um, the planets are all doing all sorts of things all the time. And there's a few aspects that um, you you can pay attention to that will really help to smooth the way a bit. And if you don't pay attention to them, they really, really, really can get in the way. And, you know, there are definitely people out there who say, oh, you know, you create your reality and you don't have to create a tough mercury retrograde. And I think there's a, a, an aspect of that that's true. But I do think that with the way that the collective consciousness works, and the way that the universe and all the interacting planets and um, transits and whatnot work, and the way the various magnetic pulls that these different planets have on Earth and on our cellular structure, they do influence us. And there is a way to flow with these energies, and there's a way to uh, not flow with these energies. So um, I've, I've seen a lot of people say, I'm going to ignore this stuff, and then they end up in all kinds of trouble and calling me for readings and everything. So what I tonight's show to is to talk about this uh the, the three top uh phases that that I think you should pay attention to. Now, obviously you can go and take a course in astrology or astronomy and get really detailed. I am not a dogmatic person and I'm not a particularly scientific person and I don't like a lot of mutter and clutter and I don't like to collect information just for information's sake. I'd like to cut to the chase and get the stuff that's going to, you know, turn a needle or move something off a dime. And um, as long as I have a good chunk of information to to sort of substantiate the the general direction that I'm choosing, then I, then I'm in a good place. And so it's kind of like the Rachel Ray of all of the spiritual stuff. I'm not coming with all the, you know, little tiny pieces of scallops on white plates with a little bit of green pesto sauce dripped over it. I want you to have like a little more sustenance than that, you know, more substance, but usable substance so that you're not walking away from the table hungry. So um, tonight we're going to be doing readings as well, as usual, and um, I see Sam is already uh, checking folks in and getting them in the queue for the reading. Um, The number to call in if you'd like to have a chat with me is 347-215-215. Nine four eight five. It's three four seven two one five nine four eight five. And we're going to get to those in a little bit once we we talk about the content. Excuse me, my boy, my throat is a little scratchy today. So, um, a couple of announcements. I know that there have been, I think, I mean, probably we're over a thousand people now have taken our special one quiz, and that really excites me because. Um, after my big move this year, I went very, very quiet with uh, career stuff and 
you know, we didn't have any shows and we were kind of off the air for a while. And I did a lot of reflecting, a lot of meditating and communing with my guides through a channel. And um, and they came up with a kind of a curriculum for the year. And the first thing of that curriculum was the special one quiz. And I'm so excited because so many of you from around the world are taking the quiz and recognizing just uh, just how much you have going on that's a little different than the average person. So um, if you haven't taken the quiz yet, I'd love for you to take it. It's um, at www.ahamomentsworld.com forward slash special one quiz. That's special one quiz, all one word. And it's free, and you can take that and really get to know um, some of the, the real strong and interesting nuances that we have as light workers, as leaders of leaders and teachers of teachers. And it's really important for you to uh, to honor that. And as you do that, you know, I, I call it living the aha life. It's, it's there's, it, you know, spirituality is, you know, certainly is, can be a practice, but I really look at it more as a lifestyle. And this aha life that I'm referring to is really about taking these bigger esoteric principles and some of the dogma and, and mining out gold, mining out the diamonds, and employing that in our lives in a daily way. You know, we go, our lives go in cycles, right? So now we're in the, you know, the Mercury retrograde cycle. We have ups, we have, we have downs, but, you know, this is a challenging, uh, a challenging aspect, but it doesn't have to be uh, that hard. And the more that you know about these things and you take the information that you need and you sort of bookmark the stuff that, you know, you may not need to access right now, um, you, the better off you'll be. And, you know, we, I always talk about our, our three pillars of our community, which, which includes uh, becoming fluent in your intuition, uh, having a uh, good core um, practice of energetic hygiene, which is taking care of your energy the way that you take care of your physical body, which includes, you know, the people that you spend time with and uh, all sorts of things, um, how you manage your auric field, how you manage your energetic bodies, um, and then also building your spiritual library. And I know when I moved from California, from New Jersey to California, I had a big argument with my moving company because they said the weight of the trip was over and all this kind of stuff. And one of the things that I know um, it was, you know, a culprit is my books, my books. I brought all of my books. Now, it was in the estimate and they were wrong. But I take a look around. You know, when you're packing up a house, you see what your priorities are. You start throwing things out that you really don't care about. You keep things that you really do care about. And uh, and coming to a new state and a new you know new coast and not really knowing anybody here and my whole family's back on the east coast and whatnot, uh, you kind of get to know what what your comfort spots are you know and um, I have my crystals and my books and I when I finally start to unpack I, and I put my bookcases back together I have my little office area. And uh, and when I saw my books up on my shelves, I was like, ah, oh, finally. You know, I really felt lost without being able to get up in the middle of the night and have a thought or turn and be able to just, you know, go over to my bookcase and, and pull three or four books off on the topic, you know. That spiritual library is is by far one of your most important investments. And that's why I do these telesummits and radio shows and products. And, you know, when I come up with something that is working for me in my own life or not, I come up with a tool, I create a tool, I'll channel a tool, and um, and then I'd like to share it with all of you. So this um, moon magic and, and Mercury in retrograde, I have actually today <laughs> recorded a whole product and I know Gina wants to kill me because we've been like really since I I finally got my feet both feet on the ground here we've been going like gangbusters with all the work. But um, today we are releasing this new product. You'll hear more about it by email if you're on our email list, and you can do that on ahamomentsworld.com uh, later in the week. But I wanted to let you guys know because um, it's called Ride the Wave. Master the Moon Phases and Mercury in Retrograde. 
and it's an energy management toolkit for the advanced light worker. And it has two teaching modules in it, which are um, one is all on Mercury and retrograde, and the other is actually on the moon phases and how to harness the energy of the new moon and the full moon. Um, but what's more important than the, the, you know, the teaching modules, I think, are the four channel guided meditations that I'm included in, in the package. And and the reason why um, I did that is because I know that my iPod, uh, besides my bookcase, my iPod, which I'm outgrowing, is my like godsend. It's my little Bible. I bring it everywhere. And when I need you know, a boost or a perspective or to get centered, I, I can throw on anything from any of my friends who've been on the show. Um, some, I recorded a bunch of my own stuff, and, um, and I really rely on that. So these guided meditations, one is for um, preparing for Mercury and retrograde. So it's an actual getting yourself centered, getting yourself in the flow, um, amping up your energy, filling up the coffers energetically so that you can have a good, smooth time for the next three weeks. Another, one of the other ones is um, harnessing the new moon energy, um, and one is harnessing the full moon energy, and the differences between the two are pretty vast. We're going to talk about that in a little bit. And the last one is called Snafu, and this is a really cool one because it's a guided meditation the guides wanted me to do to help you when you do get into a jam during Mercury and retrograde. It's a quick um, meditation you can do really quick to sort of jack up the energy and smooth things out to sort of set the intention and get solutions that you may not have in your conscious waking thought um, and make them available to yourself. And it's a really, when I was recording it, is it, I was like actually really impressed with what they were saying because it, it is really true, you know. You, you can feel kind of lonely. I don't care how much of this work you do. When mucky muck world stuff happens and you uh oh, this shouldn't be happening to me. Like, oh, I'm the teacher. I'm on the radio all the time. But it still does, you know. And and what do you do when you get those 3 a.m. night sweats or those little quaky feelings, you know? So um, listening to a guided meditation is always something that really, really works for me. And, and, and so I, I put this package together for all of you. And you'll like the price, too, because um, it's, a, it's actually really affordable. It's, uh, it's actually a $47 package, but this week we're doing it for $27. So it's something you can really easily add to your toolkit. It's something you can use, you know, three times a year at least. You can use it every month with the different moon phases because the moon um, phases are 28 days long. But it's something that you can use, you know, um, over and over again. So that's at ahamomentsworld.com forward slash ride hyphen the hyphen wave. And Gina keeps putting the hyphens in there because these things are indexing on Google and we need the hyphens. So I apologize for the dashes, but it's ride dash the wave. Wait, ride dash the dash wave. Okay, so ahamomentsworld.com forward slash ride dash the dash wave. It's called the ride the, the wave program. So um, I'm bringing that all up at the top of the show so that we can get on now to the content. So keep that in mind. It's a great tool, easy to afford, and something that you'll use over and over and over again. And it's done with a lot of love, for sure. All right, so let's get into today's content, a big deal. So moon magic is, uh, you know, the, the moon has 28-day cycle, and there's many phases. Uh, if, you know, but the two ones that I want to focus on are the waning moon and the waxing moon. So the waning moon is when the moon is going from full to new. It means that each night we're getting a little bit less light, a little bit less light is showing on the moon. doesn't mean the moon is disappearing. It's just we're getting less and less light each night. That's the waning moon. So it goes from full to new. Then we have the new moon, which is when the moon is totally dark. They call it the dark moon, the old moon, and the new moon. And uh, it is, um, it, then it, it shifts from the new moon, and it gets bigger and bigger each night, more light each night. That's the waxing phase. And then it goes to full, where you have the full moon. Now, most people get all excited when they see how full the moon is. And they think that's the powerful piece of the moon. 
you know, that's the big powerhouse. That's the time, you know, that we're going to manifest and do all. But to be honest, the real most powerful part of the moon phase, for especially for manifesting, for drawing things to us, the most powerful pull is that of the new moon. It's the three days of the waxing of the new moon. So that means that leading into the new moon, uh, it, you, it, it, you know, you're feeling kind of drained because you have very little light, and we actually need the moonlight more than even more than the sunlight. It has a major effect on us. Um, and when the, the waning moon is when the tide is really far out, and the less light we get, the less energy we're feeling. And, you know, it's hard. It's like pulling teeth. It feels a little bit Mercury retrograde-esque, <laughs> if you will. Um, when we get into the waxing moon, though, and the, the waxing of the new moon, that's three days of the new moon and, the, you know, a couple days after, extraordinarily powerful time for drawing things in. You know, there's scientific um, research that said that, you know, that our blood flows easier, harder, you know, wounds will bleed more during that, that waxing the new moon, and that it's easier to catch fish and, and game during that waxing the new moon because everything is amplified, everything is being pulled forward, and in many other influences of that type. And so for us and for our purposes, it's a really good time for us to set focus and set intention and do our manifesting work. You don't want to miss that time period. Now, we just went through the new moon last week. Um, I believe it was last Thursday. So now we're in the waxing phase, which is good because that's a time when the light is getting bigger and bigger each night. We're getting more moonlight each night. And this is a time of flow and manifesting energy and acquisition and fall harvest and all that. What is a little bit of a um, glitch, though, is that we have the Mercury and retrograde coming in on Saturday and that's slowing things down. <laughs> so um, it's an interesting time, but if you play your cards right, you can amplify things as needed now, and then as we go into um, the retrograde period uh, over the next few days, it, it, it won't be as bad as if it was during a waning moon when you have everything going kind of, uh, you know, sort of getting less and less and less. So during the waxing moon, you can focus on, like I said, your manifesting, on acquisition, on fresh starts, new beginnings. If you have your own business, doing your promotions, doing your registrations for things. And then when you get to the full moon, the full moon is really for gratitude, for celebration, and for drawing in your the big light the energy, filling up the coffers of light, you know, your energy bodies and getting like, you know, they, there's the old rituals of drawing down the moon where the women go out and dance over the moon naked. That was to collect that energy and um, and to harness the energy so they would be filled up for the waning time when the light was getting less. So that's the moon stuff, okay? Now, let's get to the Mercury and retrograde stuff because this is really... Uh, the, the big showstopper, you know, <laughs> the showpiece for the night. And um, Mercury in retrograde happens three times a year for about three weeks to four weeks at a time. And it is when the planet Mercury slows down its stations and it seems to be going backwards. It's not really physically going backwards, but it slows down so much that it appears to be. And Mercury governs communication, among other things, technology and that sort of thing. So what happens is this energy flows up and it has ill effects on our ability to smoothly communicate. On um, It can affect your electronics. It can affect uh, the, you know, things happening smoothly. So a lot of times things have to be done twice or three times or four times. I know I'm already feeling it. And um, I I did uh, just a typical Mercury and retrograde type energy. I recorded the whole module for the product for the Moon Magic product. I, it was a 35 minute class that I recorded, and right before I was about to click save, the whole thing wiped out like my server crash. 
And I lost the entire thing. And I was like, you got to be kidding me because I'm channeling it. So it's not like I'm reading from notes or anything. It was literally, you know, just turn the thing on and go. And I was like, you got to be kidding. And then, you know, so I had to come back and do the whole thing again. Then the same thing happened when I was recording one of the guided meditations. It just wiped out, you know, right at right when I was about to say, you know, the end. And I was like, you, are you kidding me? And so, you know, I had to get on support with the, the, the software people and all this. And, you know, that's the type of thing for Mercury and retrograde. Now, the one thing um, that that is good about the retrograde thing, when these things happen, these snafus happen, um, usually when it's a Mercury and retrograde time period, the solution comes up really fast. It's just extremely annoying because... <laughs> is taking you a lot more time. What should have took me, you know, half hours, taking me two and a half hours to, to sort out. Um, so, the, the, but Mercury and Retrograde usually has a solution that comes up right behind it. So when I called the support people, they said, oh, change your browser, don't do it on Safari, do it on Google Chrome. I did on Google Chrome, work like a charm, done. So now we're talking about the product and you can have access to it, you know. So, um that's the type of thing that happens and when you have that happening in several different I call them life parts so you have that happening in your technology but what happens also is we have an issue with communications and that's communicating with each other so what you will see is things like miscommunication um, things that are not accurate things that have to be said two or three or four times for someone to actually even comprehend and then they don't even comprehend it right. So this is not the time to have the conversation with the boyfriend of what are we? Are we going to get married? Are we going to, you know, all that. You want to save that for a new moon phase. You don't want to do that during a retrograde phase. Um, you don't want to sign major documents if you can avoid it. Uh, a lot of times if you do have to do like a lease on an apartment or, or a house or a mortgage, so many things will go wrong in that three-week period that you actually won't end up signing the real document until the retrograde is over. I've seen that happen, and um, quite a bit. It's happened to me. And, uh, you know, I know, like, I have a book deal. I'm waiting with my on the publisher, and I get these emails, and things are slowing down. They're like, okay, well, yes, we're going to send the contract. Well, yes, yes, yes. And now I see it's moving into that retrograde period, so... We're kind of in that shadow period now, and and there's another delay. Doesn't mean it's not going to happen, but it is a divine delay. So, um, you know, this is this is the type of thing. So when you you know this, then you can plan that you know you're going to give people a pass when it comes to quarreling, and you know you might have a little you know spits and sputters and you know spats with your siblings or whatever. Um, people misconstrue what you say. If that happens, you might want to just say, you know what, let's let's take this up at another time and just wait for the, the retrograde to go ahead and pass before you, um, you know, try to go whole hog with that. So what can you do? And these are just a few of the things. You know, there's plenty more. Um, but what can you do, you know, positively during this retrograde? I don't want everybody to be terrified. This is a time of reflection. It's also a time of cleaning out, clearing out, letting go. It's an awesome time to clean out the garage, the basement, the attic, the car, the closets, the trunk drawers, um, getting organized. It, it's a terrific time for that. Terrific time to start a diet. Terrific time to start an exercise program. Um, anything that has to do with clearing, lightening the load, getting centered. It's a great time for, you know, organizing your books in your spiritual library or organizing your inbox, getting rid of all those old emails and lightening the load. Because usually right after the retrograde is over, there's a big surge of energy. Now, the good thing also with our retrograde period this time is that it's in October. Usually this one is much later. I was really stunned that it was this soon. And this project, is, this whole product thing has been on my mind for months and, um, you know, kind of rumblings. And I said, oh, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll record it before the next Mercury Retrograde, thinking it was going to be in November, because I know last year 
it was so late in the fall that it went into Christmas shopping season. I think it was like November 20 thing to the December 11th or something. So it was kind of crazy. It was so late. But this one came so early. So the good thing is it's early, so it's kind of in the middle of the fall harvest season, which means that it's hopefully will be neutralized because we have such good, strong, positive energy during the fall. Um, on the other hand, it could truncate, you know, the harvest a little bit, which, eh, you know, you can mince words as you want, but I think, you know, we still will have time afterwards for great, you know, great flow. And so that's the nice thing is that when Mercury and retrograde ends, it's kind of like after a hurricane, we have that beautiful bright day, um, for those of you who have been through hurricanes, and um, or after a big storm, the weather can be pretty amazing the day after. Well, with Mercury retrograde, there's usually the surge and thrust forward, which is one of the reasons why it's so great to do all the organizing and preparing for, you know, when that energy starts to flow again. So I hope that's helped, and um, I don't want you to be nervous or anything. Uh, the guided meditations will help immensely. I have not seen that done before, but I know that I use other meditations myself for various and sundry things, and I thought to myself, well, wouldn't it make sense to do something very specifically for this stuff that you can use over and over again? So that's that for content, and I know we're going to do some reading. So if you would like to, uh, if you're, you know, sitting and listening, you're multitasking, and you are on the line waiting for a reading, make sure you get back to the phone so we don't open up the lines and then you're not there and you miss you know, <laughs> your your spot in the queue. And the number to call in is 347-215-9485. So let me just see. Sam, are you ready to do some readings? Because I know you're screening a lot of people. And yep, he's ready. So we are going to go ahead and get started. The first person is, I believe the name is Dijon in Texas. Hi there. Hi. Hi. Did I say your name right? Yes, Dejan, yes. Dejan. Okay, so what's your question? Uh, I've been thinking about this girl for some time now. I wanted to know if I was going to get into a romantic relationship with her in the future anytime soon. Well, it seems like she's a little distracted. It feels to me like the there's something going on in her family or her world that's that's keeping her kind of away from the relationship category for the time being. Um, I would say the angel that you would want to call on to help you with this is Archangel Shamuel. It's C H A M U E L, and that's the archangel for soulmates and for twin flames. And that energy can help you to, number one, detach from the outcome with this person because it feels a little bit like you're more into it than she is, but you may have a chance six or seven months down the road when things smooth out with her personally and in some other aspects of her life that you're not familiar with. You can call an archangel Shamuel, though, to ask for some guidance. And it feels to me like somebody else is going to be coming in for you actually sooner than this this gal would be ready. So keep your eyes peeled. Okay? Have a great night. Thanks for calling in. Thank you. Okay. Next we have Erin in California. Hi, Erin. Hi, Mari. How are you? What? Good. Welcome to California. (laughs) Thank you. I love you here. Thank you, thank you, thank you. What's your question tonight? (laughs) Well, I believe that I have a writing contract because I feel really certain that my life work is to get this book out that I'm working on. Yes. But at the the same time, I've got this daily apathy thing going on still, like, you know, I'll I'll do it tomorrow Mm -hmm. or next week. What's the hurry? So I'm thinking that there's something you know, kind of might be in the way there around it that I just haven't figured out yet. I was hoping you could help me. Sure. Um, well, the first thing is what part, and your guides were saying, the first, first of all, the guide that is coming in to help you with that is Archangel Gabriel. Archangel Gabriel is for 
working with light workers to get their work out to the world through writing, the arts, media, social media, blogging, and, and the like. So she would be your go-to person for, go-to angel for helping you kind of ease through this. There's two things that they're saying. There's two words coming up. One is that you kind of, there's some pieces of the process that you don't know how to do. So it's stopping you and making you procrastinate a bit. You know, it's kind of like, well, do I just writing? Do I, or, how do I organize this? Do I need a proposal first? Do I, you know, how, how, how? So they're suggesting yeah. to go to the bookstore and pick up like the Writer's Digest and Publishers Weekly and start to educate yourself and actually the mechanics of how to write the book because that will ease a lot for you because you're kind of in your head about that part. The other part is the judgment around the book and wondering if what you have to say really is meaningful enough for people to read it. And so um, that can actually uh, pull, pull you in another direction. But just know that if you take three pages a day and just write, free associate and just write from your heart on those pages, you'll start to get into a flow, into like kind of a writer's flow, and things will ease up. It feels to me like you have a, a, a bit of a, a channeling contract, and you might want to focus on the channeling um, aspect of things first, just because it'll help you when it comes to downloading the book. Because this book is really going to be more of a download for you than something that has to come out of your intellectual mind. And that's the kind of the shift back and forth is that they're saying you need more of the training and how to hear them than so much in the book mechanics itself, but the book mechanics would definitely help to ease ease the way a bit. Does that help? Yeah. That Do you have? Um, yeah. Um, so you're saying that it's actually um, getting the information from them that I need to learn how more to do. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. You can do how? some automatic writing, and okay. um, you know, for the sake of the show, and I have. A lot of people online, they can't get too far into it, but with automatic writing, what you're going to do is just take a pen and a, your notebook. Pick a time that's the same time each day, preferably, um, maybe you know when you wake up in the morning or something, and you're going to write your question with your, right, your dominant hand, whatever your writing hand is. If you're right-handed, it's your right hand. And then you're going to write your answer with the left hand, and that will help you to start to determine discern the difference between the two um, voices, you know, your own and mental voice and then the voice of your, your collective of your guides. Um, we have a course, actually. It was going to start tomorrow. It's actually starting a week from tomorrow because my schedule blew up. <laughs> and it's on channeling. It's a whole open-to-channel course. And if you want to check that out, um, ahamomentsworld.com forward slash channel. C-H-A-N-N-E-L, or it might be forward slash open to channel. I, I'm not, I can't remember exactly which one, but try both of them. You can read a little okay. bit more about that. But, um, yeah, and uh, it's a seven-week course. It's actually the biggest course I've taught probably in six years. Um, I haven't been doing a lot of teaching at that level, but this is, the you know, a really good course, and you definitely would be well prepared to do that book after the course. So hopefully that helps, but try the automatic writing and um, keep me posted. I think you're going to definitely be able to get your book out, get get nicely started by January. So don't don't push, you know, but this is just some pre-work that you need to do just for your own self so that when it comes to the actual content of the book, these books have a tendency that once you get through this, pre, this pre-stuff that we're just talking about, the books kind of just, boom, they kind of burst themselves. It's, it's amazing. I know it happened for me. So good luck with that. Oh, cool. Thanks so much. All right, my dear. Take care. Have a great night. You're welcome. Okay, so we have Trisha. Hi, Trisha, in the Southwest. That's funny. <laughs> Hi. Hi, Trisha. Sam wrote, did you say to him the Southwest? Yes, I did. Okay. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> That's exactly how he wrote it out for me. That is so funny. Okay, so Trisha from the Southwest, <laughs> talk to me about what your question is. Well, um, my question is I would like to 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 know what you see for me in uh, the area of romance coming towards me. Um, I'd like to find out if there's going to be... I'm looking to date again and um, have some romance. There hasn't been really anybody that has caught my eye, but I'd like to find out if there's someone coming towards me. 
I don't think you want to date. I think you want the guy. And that's a different energy. So what is it that you want? Do you want to go from person to person, coffee to coffee, dinner to dinner, or do you want that, like, big kahuna? Well, that would be fabulous. <laughs> okay. You know, yeah. Be careful what I, you I'd ask like to. for. Yeah. So it's you know it's you're going a little trepidatiously and and that's okay because I know that it's a you know it's a tough thing. Did, did, were you like off the dating scene for a long time? It feels like you were. Oh yeah, yeah. I ended a, a really long term uh, relationship, and so I haven't been out in the dating scene. I prefer not to date, but um, you know sometimes that's what it takes in order to get yourself you know having fun again. But if the one comes along. <laughs> No, I really do feel like I think that you need to date yourself first, and I know that sounds a little, you know, Glamour Magazine self-helpy, but dating yourself means, like, it feels to me like you'll go to an art class or to, you know, take sailing lessons or kayaking or something on that line, and this guy is going to kind of be within that kind of group. You're definitely not the Match.com, you know, go meet him for coffee, you know, six, six dates a week and have a spreadsheet and all that. That's just not... That's not you. Right. Your energy is just wouldn't even hold up to it. You're too sensitive, and um, you have a lot of angelic energy around you. And the guy that is out there for you, he feels like he's very active and outdoorsy. And you're going to find him hiking and biking and kayaking and you know photography and you know maybe even a wayward wine tasting or cooking class before you're going to find him on a, a like an online dating thing or in a dating mode or saying, I want to go out and start dating, you know. You're going to find him kind of living his life. So what I highly suggest is that, um, and he's there because he just described himself, um, you have very light, sweet, kind energy. And um, I I would get, like, the local paper and look for activities that make your heart sing. And just make sure that it's not just lady friend kind of activities like needlepoint and, you know, (laughs) <laughs> yeah, you know, scrapbooking, you're not going to find him there. But active outdoorsy kind of things, that's that's where you're going to find him. And also meeting up with friends who know people. So it, it's more they want you to know. So the answer to your question is yes, there is somebody there for you probably within the next year. Um, is And they say, please stop saying you want to date because in the bottom of your heart you don't you're terrified of it and it that energy repels all of it so okay. if you you'll have a much easier time opening up you know the sunday paper and seeing all the new free lectures and cultural events and you know yeah. theater events and volunteer kind of work and you know doing things like habitat for humanity you'd find them there you do stuff that guys want to be around um, where did my friend go? We oh, one of my friends went to an entrepreneur weekend where they all put together a bit, you know a bunch of wannabe entrepreneurs put together a business plan to you know kind of an incubator type of thing. And she said she couldn't believe the number of eligible, single, ambitious, you know, fun, um, creative uh, men that were in that environment. So that type of thing, um, photography is a good one as well. Anything technical graphic arts, that kind of thing, that's where you're going to find this guy. So just go live your life and um, get shishi fufu as you do, and you'll find him. He'll find you, actually. So I wouldn't worry about the whole, I must date, I must date. But he's out there, for sure, and he's, he's closer than he's closer than he is farther away. Let's put it like that. And I, I haven't met him at all. I haven't seen him or met him. This is brand new. Um... I no, I don't think so. I don't think you've met him yet. Okay. All right. Well, I have okay, my dear. all the things that you said, so thank you very much. Oh, you're so welcome. You're on the right track. Good okay. luck with everything. Okay, Trisha, take care. Okay, we have Avatar. Wait, Avatar? Um, I think that's from Colorado. Hi there. Hi, how are you today? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. How how do you pronounce uh, your name? Ivatar. 
Ibitar. Okay, cool. So what's your question? Uh, my question is about my career. I, I'm um, um, I'm studying holistic health in um, a lot of different modalities. Um, but but what's been happening lately is that um, a lot of my gifts um, that I didn't consciously know about are coming forth. So I have all these creative ideas and these creative projects that are coming forth, and um, I wanted to see what you're picking up uh, in reference to that. Like, so I'm bringing in like some past life um, gifts that are reawakening, and it's it's quite a bit of creativity uh, that's coming through right now. <laughs> in addition to uh, my holistic health skills uh, and gifts. I think the creativity part is that in the holistic health you're opening up, but I, it's not feeling like those are necessarily supposed to put food on the table, and that's where um, a lot of special ones get into trouble because you get we're mm-hmm. all very creative and have these you know popping off ideas and think everything could make money, and not everything can make money. Um, and put to the level that you need to put pressure on it to put food on the table, you know. Mm-hmm. So there's certain things that you need to keep sacred just for you. Like I know for myself, my riding with my horses and the dancing and all that kind of stuff that I like to do. As I could have had a dance studio a long time ago. I could have been a horse trainer. I did do some horse train, you know, riding instruction all that. But I never wanted it to be have the the load of the mortgage. So when you're looking at this, you know, you wanted it to be what? The load. I never wanted it to have the load of having to carry a mortgage, meaning you don't want the financial pressure on the things that you love. There's certain things you keep to yourself that are sacred that you don't put financial pressure on because as soon as you turn whatever it is you're doing into it must pay the rent, Mm -hmm. completely changes kind of the energy around it. And now it becomes something you have to do instead of something that you necessarily want to do, you know, all the time. So what I would suggest is that as you're getting um, into your various ideas, that when you're looking at, uh, you, you can have ideas that are interesting to you and creative and fun and outlets, and then you have your, like, top three that you think you would be willing that are viable um, that would be shared in a way and contribute to people's lives in a way that they'd be willing to pay for them. So regardless of the past life contracts and the you know these these different things that you're experiencing, you really have to. There's a pragmatic piece that I think is missing there that needs to be in place, and that's not the fun part for light workers for sure, but that's the part that's going to get you the security and the safety so that you can take a longer time to develop some of these other creative things that would require you know, more development over a longer period of time. So the the holistic health thing seems like a good start. I do feel like it's going to give way to something else. It's not in your field yet, but it is going to give way. I think this is really more to teach you the structure of how to have a business. And because you can say exactly what it is, you know, okay, I'm, you know, holistic health, blah, 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 and you kind of, it's structured enough that you know how to express it to other people um, without a Mm -hmm. long, drawn-out, story around it and oh and this came from this past life as an Egyptian queen and oh my god and I used to do this you know hieroglyphics and now I can do it here instead of all of that the 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 core thing that you're working on right now gives you that structure that everybody else can understand and say oh you know what I think she's really good at that I would hire her to do that with you know for me um some of the other stuff is more catharsis for you and then those catharsis things definitely can ultimately turn into, you know, the story that gets you the book and the big, you know, more epiphany type of, um, you know, business. But for now, I think learning about the actual structure is, of business and, and sort of stepping into that world is the better is the better direction. So I hope that helps. Okay. Thank you very much. Okay. Have a great day. You too. Okay, moving on to um, Rondria in California. Let's see. Hi there. Oh, wait. Uh, no, we have uh, Hello. Rondria. Hello. 
Hi. Hi there. Um, my question is, do you see me ever getting pregnant? Actually, I see you having two little boys. So, oh, okay. yeah. Whatever you're going through, it'll pass, and you definitely, it's it, it, the immediately, two little, very happy, healthy, running around, screaming little boys, jumped right in. So, absolutely, hopefully, um, taking, but take good care of yourself, and uh, have you had any high blood pressure? No. You might want to just check into that, and, uh, you know, just, just check, do you know, do all your health checks and balances, but um, that might be something you want to check into along the way. Okay. But no, it, you definitely, it definitely seems like you're gonna have you have two boys sitting right, right there in your field, so no worries in that regard. Okay. Do you know when that would be? Um. Now the when part, I'm going to leave out because you're gonna start to put you put too much pressure on it. And it's going to okay. slow it down. So let's okay. leave that part. Let's just leave that part up to spirit. But just know that the little boys are pushing as much as you're pushing for them. Okay, great. Okay. So I'm going to jump off, but hopefully that helps. Okay, thank you. You're welcome. Have a great night. Okay, next we have Diane in Florida. Hi, Diane. Hi, how are you? I'm good. How about yourself? Good. Don't you just love California? I lived there for many years. Yeah, I I can't even begin to express. Absolutely love it. <laughs> yeah, What's very nice place to be. Well, yeah. I, I read a quote just recently, and it said, um, one's avocation may be one's true calling. One's avocation may be one's true calling. Okay. Okay, because um, I was on a path of uh, going through a life coach course, which I took, which was a great education for me, but I didn't feel it was my my path. And anything right. I learn, I usually pass along anyway. It, it it doesn't matter if I learn it; I will pass it to you. It doesn't. I'm not looking for monetary value out of it. Okay. So what's the question? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure. I'm not sure what the avoc- I mean I know that I am a tr- I'm just a learner on this path. So I'm I I'm just not sure of what direction I'm You're headed. Not sure of the question or <laughs> I'm not sure. Okay, so, so I'm not sure of my direction. Let's put it that way. So are you asking me what the direction is? I'm I'm sorry, I'm just confused and we're on a major time limit here, so I just <laughs> Okay. What, do you so see what, anything what, in particular? How can I best help you? Oh. Okay. So I think the the first thing is there's a fear of committing to something because and and an assumption that if I'm going to go commit it to it, for it to be valuable I have to be willing to give it away. That makes it very difficult to make a decision because there's a two, almost like a vow of chastity and, and uh, not chastity, sorry, a vow of, um, uh, of suffering and a vow of poverty that you've taken that from the past. And I'm not saying you're going through poverty now, but it's almost like you're not allowing yourself to fully embrace whatever it is that you're um, you know, trying to do. Being broad never really feeds anybody. So the life coaching thing is nice, but it needs to be applied and sort of kind of like tofu. It needs to be flavored. So I would I would say the one one of the uh, and there's a few, but one of the uh, for the sake of time, one of the best ways to find to, to be able to make a passionate choice about you know what you want to do for a living is to look at um, childhood passions and ideas. Um, feels like you had some and they might have been sort of flayed. And so you kind of go in the more, okay, if I keep it general, then I won't get criticized or judged or, you know, that type of thing, or maybe it'll be more attainable, and which couldn't be further from the truth. 
And then the other way to sort that out um, is to look at the hardest problem you've ever solved and within that, you know, where you solved it and you're proud of that solution. And usually some of the threads of what you're here to contribute or one of the things that you can really be a great contribution in has can be found within that. So I would take an inventory of what you're doing, what you've done, what makes your heart sing, and then those life coaching skills actually can apply to pretty much any topic, and I think that's what you're missing. And the last thing I'll just say because I have to get on to the next caller is Giving stuff away is not virtuous when it comes to the the vocational part. It's not a vocation. Now then you're just a volunteer. So you need to be willing. It actually is a contribution to allow people to pay for your services. It's a contribution to them because they can exchange energy with you. When you give something away, then a lot of times there's a little a feeling of obligation or a feeling of um, uh, a sense of kind of uh, not respecting, you know, your what you put into it. And there should always be an equal exchange for, for what you're doing. Obviously, you know, you're going to be philanthropic and all that. That's fine. But you'll be able to do a lot more philanthropy if you have a viable business that's making you, you know, money and where you can really be thriving. And it's much easier to give from that place than to just give without, you know, an engine underneath it. So I hope that's helped. I'm going to have to get on to the next caller, but thank you very much for calling in. Okay, thanks. Okay. We now have um, a lot of callers. (laughs) Okay, so we have Sharon in Ohio. Hi, Sharon. Hi. Hi, how are you? Good. How are you this evening? I'm good. What's your question? Oh, gosh, I know you got a full. Um, well, you know, I have been oh, a challenging year for me. I've, I've been looking for employment almost all year. I got mm-hmm. an offer yesterday, and I'm still pinching myself. I know it's true, <laughs> but mm-hmm. do, you see a green, do, you see a, do you see it all clear for me, a green light? The pay was more than I even expected. It's going to go through, right? I'm so doubting because it's been so discouraging this year. <laughs> Well, don't use the past as a, you know, clearly you, you've you done a lot of good work for that to come up out of the, you know, like the phoenix out of the ashes, right? So, there, yeah. no, it, feels, it felt like green lights all the way and a lot of, like, sparkly oh. energy around it, a lot of, you know, kind of firework celebration energy around it. Yeah, it's, it's, I feel like you're full speed ahead. Absolutely. Absolutely. And kudos to you for getting uh, getting up out of the doldrums. I know that that can be hard. It seems like you came oh. to a dark night of the soul. And and you're it on the just, other side of it now. I know. I try. I tried to get into a different, same st- skills, but a different environment. That's what I did, and it took me a little mm-hmm. longer, but I got what I wanted. Anything else you Excellent. see coming up for me, real quick? I know. It's. I know. I'm doubting. It's just. Oh my goodness. I didn't even expect the pay that they offered. It was more than what I even asked. <laughs> Crazy, isn't it? I know. I deserve it. I know, but <laughs> you see anything? No, else? just you know, just stay focused on that. Stay Except focused in that, that area and. Make sure that you fortify your energy and, you know, if you can get to a body of water, uh, do some gratitude, you know, go out know. into nature oh, I... and do some gratitude and, and just 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 relish in it and don't overthink it. And, you know, take one life category at a time. I think this is plenty for now and the other stuff will unfold for sure. So I hope that helped. And it good did. luck Th- and enjoy your new uh, job listen, and spend the money wisely. I mean, have fun. Yeah, <laughs> I would have been here. I you that's I'm just gl- thankful I have a job. Have a good day, okay? Thank you. Thank you so <laughs> okay. much. Take care, Sharon. <laughs> oh, I love it. Oh, she's fun. Okay, next we have Tawanda in Arizona. Hi there. I was going to say, Mari, you got to get to me. You got to get to me. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Congratulations on the move. You just left the Northeast and just got to California by the water. I'm jealous. Oh, thank you. I don't think you should be jealous, but, yeah, well, maybe a little bit. It's fantastic. <laughs> I know that's right. Um, girl, I don't know what's going on. It's a lot going on. Um, just came out of – it's a lot going on, and I'm not really clear about what's going on, but it's going on. Okay, so what's your question? Um, just unfortunately pulled out of a book deal with a publisher. Um, this wasn't right. Um, 
got some other great things going on, but just not sure how the dots are connecting. Okay. And how um, do I move forward? Well, what's the purpose of the book? Now, is this the Tawanda from Facebook, Tawanda? Yes, how are you? Okay. Okay, okay, I thought so. I was feeling your energy. I was like, okay, because I've never heard your voice, so, or at least I haven't put it the two together. Um, how you been? I'm I'm great, thank you. And um, as far as the book is concerned, I think you're, you're, what you're learning with that is the value of your worth, and I think that's the theme, is that you're learning, you're kind of doing that. Um, there's a phase in Lightworkers' um, path that is where you are, learning how to express yourself and stand up for yourself, honor your own value and your own worth. So I think that's kind of where you were at. And I know you've been doing a tremendous amount of, you know, good work um, just just in general, just finding your path with the, you know, the radio and all the other stuff that you're up to. So what I would say, though, is kind of like one of the other callers, I think you need to look at, what you're doing more as a brand and creating a viable business as opposed to a little bit of this and a little bit of that. So coming right. up with a theme of what, who is Tawanda, what is she here to do, and why should everyone jump on the Tawanda you know, bandwagon. And I think that I know you're into inspiration and motivation, and I think it needs to be flavored. Um, it needs to be kind of pointed in the direction. So when people know, okay, well, you know, there's a lot of inspirational people out there and, and, and stuff. How, what's the Tawanda brand? What's the story? And I think that there's some part of your story that you don't want people to know about. You feel like, okay, well, if I tell them the whole story, then, you know, they may not want to work with me. And actually it's the opposite, that if you start to tell them more of the story, that's the piece where they could find themselves relating to you as not just, you know, inspiration but she has a story that wow she overcame something like i and i've done that too i think you're going to get more traction with the business so um the the publishing thing though finding the right publisher is one thing but i think also your content and whatever that book is needs again to be honed and a little bit more clean and focused with a an outcome that's more you know uh, more direct and more niched than broad, and that and you're just going through the very normal light worker process. I know my book. Um, this is the sixth edition I've written, and each one was 250 pages. Every time I would rewrite it and rewrite it and rewrite it and rewrite it, and I've been working on it for a long time. Now it's ready for. I call it ready for public consumption. <laughs> you know, Correct. so and then a publisher and a publisher knows that and they picked it right up. Because they can see, oh, this is fit for human consumption. Okay, yeah, let's go with this. This could because it's not. It's no longer about the author. I didn't, you know, when we first start writing books, we're writing for ourselves. We're writing what we would want to read. When you start to see to be ready for public consumption, where you can actually have a make a living and and actually receive money for it, it has to be about the reader, and okay. only, and and the and how the reader is going to use the information you kind of recede from that other than being willing to share your per, you know some of your personal details of your story now there's one more thing i'll say and then i'm going to have to um, jump off and that is there's a difference between private and personal and if you've come from corporate america you've learned how to be impersonal because and generic but when you get into this type of space, and the, the space that I know that you're trying to develop for yourself and that you are developing for yourself, it's important to be personal. Okay. You know. I get it. Um, in, in the sense of I moved to La Jolla and I'm sitting on the ocean and I, oh, my gosh, my guides just came in with a whole different thrust and we're going in this direction, everybody, as opposed to private. You know, you're not going to say, I weigh this much, I paid this much in taxes last year, you know, <laughs> I, I just went to the OBGYN, you know, all these kinds of, and a lot of people do that because they see reality TV, so they, 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 lose, they lose on the other end of it because they get so personal that it goes into the private space and then it's TMI and then it shuts people down, it alienates people because they're like, oh, back it up, back it up. So I think you're just a little bit too much on the generic side and it's time to have the courage to let Tawanda shine. 
And there's a lot of stories there. And you don't have to tell the whole private version of the story, but you can let people in a bit more. You get it? I get it. Awesome. I get it and I appreciate it. Yeah, and I appreciate you too. And you keep going because I know you're helping a lot of people out there. And I see all the people who are commenting on your stuff and they love you and just a little fine-tuning and I think you're going to blow up. You're going to do great. Thank you, ladies. Stay blessed. I appreciate you. Okay, you too. I appreciate you too, Tawanda. Take care now. Have a great night. Okay, everybody. Well, I think that brings us to the end of another AHA Moments radio show. I am very appreciative that you spent some time uh, with me tonight. If you'd like to get a copy of the Moon Magic and Mercury and Retrograde readings and uh, meditations, ahamomentsworld.com forward slash ride hyphen the hyphen wave. <laughs> ride the wave, okay? And in the meantime, um, just know that you truly can have exactly what you want. You absolutely deserve it too. And in this energy, anything is possible. Take care, everybody. Have a great week. You've been listening to the AHA Moments Radio Show with your host, Mari. Be sure to visit her blog and website at www.ahamomentsinc.com. That's A-H-A, moments with an S, inc.com. Also join Mari on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash ahamomentsinc and Twitter at twitter.com slash ahamoments. We can't wait to see you there.